Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch parties? Where are the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just want to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Friday Eve. As you heard, you're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on, I was going to say, I mean, it's still a beautiful morning, but visibly, <laughs> it's it's not looking that great. But I appreciate rain. I appreciate the storms. I actually had a nice commute this morning. I just rolled the windows down and drove past the lake, said my prayers with no music. So I was appreciating <laughs> the, the lightning and the thunder. So good morning. Good morning, Telly. Good morning, Denise. I wasn't appreciating the thunder this morning. I tell you what, I am not a fan of thunder and lightning, man. I'm just not a fan. I love it. Yeah. Just a you feel like something's been hit, like when it's that loud. Yeah, I don't I don't think where I live, I didn't hear like the but I okay. definitely yeah. saw it, heard a little do do do. And I just love that. I love the sound of rain. It's very therapeutic. Yeah. Good sleeping weather. It is. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely is. Lots going on. <laughs> it's like, this is why I love doing this because there's never not a day where I wake up and think, what are we going to talk about? There's absolutely <laughs> nothing going on. Um, but yeah, before we get into the hot topics, because when I tell y'all we've got some updates, if anybody plays spades, I love to play spades. I grew up watching my entire family playing spades. And, you know, oftentimes, because we used to talk about reneging in in the game spades. Did you ever use that term? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And it basically means, like, without getting into the depths of spades, you got to be consistent. You, you play a diamond, yeah, you, you play a play diamond. You got to play the suit out. You got to play the suit out. I know there's different rules that different families have, like you can't overbook or, I mean, and but for my family, the big one was don't be reneging. Like whatever you put out, you stay consistent because that, that'll get you in yeah. some trouble. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of reneging going on <laughs> in the world. Um, I don't even know y'all how to report this because, you know, Telly and I, we really try to be, as fact-based as possible when it comes to breaking news. Now, of course, as this being talk radio, we may insert our opinion, but for the most part, 
we try to be responsible journalists and give you the facts. One of the stories that we reported, which now I have to unreport. Uh-oh. It's a big one, too. Uh-oh. And it's not just one. It's two. It's two major reports regarding settlements and acquisitions in the multi, multi hundred millions and the billions. And now Telly and I are going to have to report to y'all psych. But there's legit, legitimate reasons on why this is a psych. But we're going to talk about that later. Because <laughs> when I read it, I was like, what in the BB King is going on? So we'll save that for when we come back from break. Gotcha. We also have Brown Deer County President Wanda Montgomery. She's going to be live in the studio today at 8 o'clock. And we're going to be talking about a huge initiative that she is leading. And she leads in so many different capacities. But in particular, an event that she's hosting her organization is hosting directed towards child literacy. And I'm so excited to learn more about this. But yeah, Telly, she'll, as we reported yesterday, she'll be in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it as well. We were having some technical difficulties yesterday with uh, Miss Montgomery calling in, but uh, I know that you know her personally, Denise, and you were just telling me uh, all the dynamic things she's doing. Um, in in brown deer and um i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to seeing or hearing about the event as well as all the great things she's doing yes yes she is a wonderful wonderful person and to your point the fact that she's like you know what i'll just come to the studio yeah yeah that that already demonstrates her commitment and dedication to her community so yeah we're going to talk I'm still looking at the headlines because I, I want to actually talk about it now, but I'm going to save it because I know it, it's going to generate some good conversation. So <laughs> Truth Nation, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Definitely get, get your phone dialing and your texting ready because it's, it's about to be on. Also... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, uh, Truth Nation... Denise doesn't always tell me what she's going to talk about or a story. And so if I'm I'm not acting surprised, but now I think I know what she's talking about. And yes, that is going to generate a lot of traffic on the true talking text line. Yes. So get ready. <laughs> and you can also at this moment stream us and watch us live. Or I should say not stream us, but stream The Truth and watch us live on YouTube and Twitter at 101.7 The Truth and 101.7 The Truth.com. And you can always listen, whether it's live or if you missed an episode and you want to go back and hear it, download the Truth app in the App Store and the Google Play Store. And that way you can never, ever, ever, ever miss Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're also going to do some truth swiping. In our second segment, so get ready for that. And that's where I'm going to ask Telly and our producer. Good morning, Rhea. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Hi, guys. 
I, I feel y'all. <laughs> but y'all got to understand, y'all ain't the only ones that ain't morning people. I ain't either. <laughs> but I bring my bu- – y'all killing me. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. Or, oh, I'm, I've, I've been up since – welcome to my world. <laughs> if I, I, I want everybody at The Truth to just be DT for a week. Talking about y'all tired. I, mean, I live the rock star life. I'm on planes, trains, automobiles, carrying luggage, going from this city to this city. I'm tired. You reminded, oh, I'm up. You reminded me. Y'all. You reminded me of that commercial where they say rock star. It was like, and then the real rock star come out, and they're in this like office, and they'll be like, "Hey, you're you're like a rock star today." And, and then the rock star comes out and is like, "So what exactly does that mean?" So when people say I'm it, it a rock star, I don't mean in terms of like the the glorious part of it. I mean like how <laughs> rock stars are on tour, city to city, bus to bus, flight to flight. See, it was giving me the like club, club, another club, train, bus, like the Lady Gaga sound. Club? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. No. You say clubs are, are not on the itinerary anymore, huh? Y'all can't get any sympathy from me, seriously. Because yeah. then when I'm, I like, I literally came in yesterday. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chastise y'all today. But y'all, come on, let's go, get up. Now I'm in my black mama mode. Get up, <laughs> get your butt up. <laughs> I'm actually tired. DJ, you know, DJ Brother Z. Yesterday, you you should have seen his face when he got here. He's just like. I say, what's up, man? What's, what's, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, and, and you only had to do this one time this man, week. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> but it's all good. We all know that once you get here, I mean, the hardest part is getting here. Once you get here, it's fine. You get rolling. Yes, let's let's just change the subject. Yeah, you get rolling. <laughs> because I'm like, what in the BB King? You get rolling. Well, so, again, we're going to have truth swiping when we come back in our second segment in hour two. But in the meantime, it just gets better and be- well, I don't want to say better and better, but it just gets more interesting and more interesting when we look at right now. And, and here's the crazy part. There are a lot of people that do absolutely do not care. The fact that a former president is facing all type of criminal charges, indictments, and people are just like, doop to doop. Yeah. I'm still yeah. going to go and support this. So we're just wondering if he's going to come to the debate or not. He's. I'm like, y'all ain't going to ask him about these four indictments? Mm-mm. And again, it just it baffles me. And I know a lot of people are going to say, here we go. No, it is the reality. How would you feel if just based on the color of your skin and the texture of your hair, how would you feel if if you were someone who was constantly being judged, being labeled, being stereotyped every day of your life and (laughs) you then wake up and see somebody who could be the most powerful person in the world? There's no issues with this person. And they've been indicted four times. Can you imagine if this had been President Barack Obama? That's what just baffles me. I'm like, this wouldn't even be. Denise, I am going to give you a situation that really happened 
and people were tripping off it when President Obama was in office. Can you recall he wore a tan suit one time? And Easter Sunday, I remember that. And people were like, oh, that is so unpresidential. Mm-hmm. And you're Anything. talking about this Anything. man wearing a tan suit. Yeah. Versus calling someone. Uh, I'm with on, you. Man. Calling I, our first forever lady, Michelle Obama, a monkey, having, you know, cartoon character exaggerating her teeth and, and just, I mean, and. Fast forward, fast forward, not backward, fast forward, (laughs) where every day should be a day of development. I'm, (laughs) I just, I'm baffled. Yeah, yeah. That this is even, like, why, why is he even running for president? But my thing is, not only is he going to run, the gap between him and whoever would be like the next in the polls yeah. popular is it's like double yeah. digit percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other candidates aren't even in double digits in percentage wise. And Trump is like 50 something percent or 40 some percent. I don't know. But the gap is put it to you this way. No one has ever overcome the gap between Trump and DeSantis, who is the next closest person in the Republican nominee pool, I guess. And I think it's over, he has like an over 35% lead, a 38% lead. No one has ever come back from that. Mm -hmm. So you can basically say, yes, he's going to be the Republican nominee. If he shows up in Milwaukee next week and debate or not, people still are with this guy. Now, here's what's interesting. In addition to people are still with this guy. I'm looking at the polls right now. And Tim Scott, U.S. Senator out of South Carolina. South Carolina. He's actually. He's beating DeSantis now? Not yet, but his numbers are continuing to go up. He made an appearance at the Iowa State Fair, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people were very happy to see him. They were very receptive. And just for those that don't know, Tim Scott is a black man. Mm -hmm. He's a Republican presidential candidate. He's put his, his bid in, and he is a senator out of the state of South Carolina. Again, he attended the Iowa State Fair last week. And, and he'll be here next week. And he'll be here next week yes. as well for the debate. So mm-hmm. when we come back, let's get into more of this because I still I would love us to discuss how we are voting based on actual qualified effective leadership. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, yeah. but this is something that we need to continue talking about in terms of how we're regarding effective leadership. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. On the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We'll be back. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. America, 
America has a problem. Good morning. Good morning. Happy, happy Friday Eve. Hope you are having a great week. The weekend is coming tomorrow, y'all. It's my favorite day of the week. If Friday was a person, I'd be like, Friday! <laughs> I love you. Let's go. You look I, so good. You look so good. You're so fine, Friday. It's your fine self. <laughs> Monday, you can kick rocks. <laughs> Looking like the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> you can kick rocks with open toe shoes, Monday. Get on out of here. No. Uh, uh. So if you're just tuning in, thank you so much. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 The Truth. <laughs> All right, let's just go ahead and get into it. Now, before the break, we were talking about, as a part two of our discussion yesterday, how do we regard or measure or gauge effective leadership? And one of the comments that I made yesterday is that it's in, in 2023, with all the talk about embracing difference and being, you know, really being able to look at things from a different lens, even if it doesn't match yours. This is all part of where society is supposedly going. And we're way better than we were 50 or 60 years ago. Are we? Because when I look at right now as of today, who would be the most likely presidential candidates for both tickets, whether it's Democratic or Republican? We still only believe that older white men can be the leaders of large corporations, or in this case, the country of the United States of America. And I'm just because on one hand, you know, when I hear certain people say, all the jobs are going to, and I don't like this word, but this is what people will say, certain people, all the jobs are going to the minorities. All the jobs are going, you know, my son, who is white, if he has, uh, if he's up for an interview and the other candidates are minorities, they're going to give the job to minorities. They're not going to give the, the job to my son. Well, let me just remind y'all <laughs> why I completely disagree with that generalization. And we've got a lot coming in on the Truth Talk and text line, which is 833-212-1017 as we talk about the upcoming Republican presidential debate. So the people that are currently running for the Republican presidential candidate are going to be in Milwaukee and they're going to have a big debate. It's going to be televised, I'm sure, globally broadcasted live here from the Pfizer Forum. And with the exception of Tim Scott, who's a black man running for president on the Republican side, who is black, the rest of them are pretty much older white men. We have a caller on the line. Oh, no. Okay. All right. On the Truth and Talk text line, <laughs> D says Monday can kick rocks. Man. The Angels Advocate says, let's be honest. If Trump goes to jail, wins the presidency, pardons himself, and walks out of the jailhouse, 
right into the White House. That would be a better gangster than Nino Brown, Frank Lucas, Scarface, and all the Godfathers put together. Cut. Well, (laughs) you asked before the break, why is this man still running? That is outside of feeding his ego. That is the only reason why he is running, because that might be the only way he see himself getting out of doing any jail time, because that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to pardon himself. But what I did hear and find out was I don't think he could do that in Georgia. In the state of Georgia, it's 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 only the governor or someone that can pardon you like the president can't even pardon you in Georgia. So even if he does find a way to wiggle out of the indictments in New York and Florida and D.C., he still got to holler at Georgia. And again, the district attorney ain't playing (laughs) is a black woman who's to your point, who's not playing, but because she is a black woman, and we'll get into more details about that as well, of how she's being treated. Oh, yeah, yeah. But for Her some, and the judge, yes. For some reason, I don't think they care. <laughs> Man. Look, I mean, just... They pushing forward like, I... Like, you don't scare me. It seems like he scares... It, it puts fear in a lot of other people. Uh, uh, Fonnie Willis, and, and, uh, <laughs> down there in Fulton County. Like, look. She she ain't at threatened all. by at at all. I mean, I need y'all. If you have not followed this story, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has her office charged nineteen co-defendants, including President Donald Trump, regarding the efforts by the former president and his allies to overturn the twenty twenty presidential election results. And these indictments are a combination of an investigation that has lasted more than two years, which has resulted in these charges, including conspiracy and racketeering. Now you tell me, you tell me, Telly Hughes, what in the BB King are we still even talking about in terms of electing this man? And he has a RICO charge. A RICO (laughs) charge. Conspiracy, like, again, if this would have been Oh, come At the on. time, U.S. Senator. No, let's just say this was after his first term. President Barack Obama. Oh, man. Like you said, they came for him for wearing a tan suit on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But yet th- we we still are talking about voting for this this individual. And let me tell you right now. The same when he was running for president, President Trump, he came for. I'm going to say what we hear most. Madam Secretary, I had to think about how it would, uh, what's the appropriate way to refer to her. Madam Secretary Hillary Clinton. Emails, emails, classified, classified. This was before. Now, just think about it. You came for Madam Secretary Hillary Clinton about, you know, putting national security at risk and, you know, using your personal email for official White House or government business. And what did you do? <laughs> After you accused her of that, what did you do? I I wanted to take some pardon gifts with me after my presidency, so I want to take some top classified documents down to my Mar-a-Lago uh, uh, estate and just put them up in in bathrooms and 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 
Just like, come Y'all, on, man. When we come you back from break, you, I was going to say, we can't, we're not even making this up. We come back because all I'm saying is that these are the people that we are okay with voting for as president. When we come back from break, I'm going to reveal the big psych moment <laughs> that man. I teased. And when I tell you, I got two bombs to drop because the one one bomb Telly was prepared for. The other one, he was like, are you serious? Yeah. I'm going to share with y'all what just happened. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. are listening to truth be told with dt and telly on this mentally beautiful it's all about mindset when i look out the window of the studio i see nothing but sunshine <laughs> and later on it's supposed to be sunshine so oh, is it? yeah yeah see, it's supposed to end up being a good day it just started off with uh thunderstorms but uh see yeah yeah it's works. gonna be fine it's gonna be we gonna be all right all you're right. gonna be able to use them sunglasses later yeah, because right now they're definitely not coming off. <laughs> I'm straight on some gremlin stuff this morning. Bright light, bright light. Exactly. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to all the 80s folks. Okay. Now, here's my question, Truth Nation. How do we regard leadership? Now, we were talking about the presidential candidates. As of now, it looks as though... It's going to be between President Joe Biden and President Donald Trump, neither of which are perfect, have not made mistakes. That is part of being human. However, it's just it baffles me how you can have charges or indictments regarding racketeering, conspiracy to overturn a presidential election. You can have sons who have allegations of using cocaine in the White House and also compromising national security. And when our brother, President Barack Obama, was in office, I can't believe he wore a tan suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I can't. I want to see his birth certificate. He's a Muslim. He's a terrorist. Denise, we are talking about someone who is trying to become the leader of the free world again mm. and has four indictments. Just think about that for one second. If we had four, if you had four pending indictments or even just one pending indictment, mm-hmm. you can't go get a job at Target. Exactly. Let it's alone. Too, it's try too risky. To, it's too risky. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, you have, you have too much going on. You have too so much. do you think if, if we were up, for a radio show, a, a nationally syndicated radio show, and they're like, you know what? Truth be told, DT and Telly, we love this. We want this to be a nationally syndicated show. 
Oh, wait, what? You, you have, got indicted? You have a lot of parking tickets. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got indicted? Oh man, we can't we can't touch you right now. So what <clears throat> what message does that send? <sighs> no, I'm at, like seriously, when you when you see that, that's the reality. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> because a lot of people will say, why does it always have to be about race? And the same people that are asking that question, I'm asking the question back. You tell me. Yeah. Why does it always have to be about race? Because if you have an older white man and you wonder why he acts the way that he does, I'm untouchable. I'm invincible. Yeah. The law, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. He has always felt like he has been above the law. Even when he was running in 2016, he said, I can literally go out on Fifth Avenue and commit a crime and nothing will happen to me. And he knows that. That's what I'm saying. Like, he knows that. And he just basically defined white male privilege. It is. Because it has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with the proximity of your skin color to what is perceived as superiority. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Period. So, speaking of which, a judge has declined to approve Hyundai Kia class action settlement, noting the there are weak proposed remedies. Now, the proposed settlement, which we reported, Telly, back in May, was valued at $200 million and would cover about $9 million of the Hyundai and Kia vehicles manufactured in the U.S., between 2011 and 2022. Now, this is what Hyundai and Kia said. And by the way, Kia is part of Hyundai. So let me just say Hyundai. I don't want to confuse us. And what was happening is that the number of Kias were being stolen. And a lot of it was happening in our very own beloved Milwaukee. What was it? What was the group? The Kia boys? Kia boys. Yeah. And which became a huge phenomenon across the country. For stealing cars. You'd be like, where are you from, Milwaukee? Oh, that's where the Kia boy. I'm like, wow, not the NBA world champions, (laughs) not the host of the Democratic National Convention, but that's where them Kia boys. You know what I'm saying? None of that. that. I was like, okay. So, because the cars were not equipped with with push button ignitions and immobilizing anti theft devices, that's what basically resulted into thieves being able to easily steal these cars. And again, because of that, Hyundai announced that as part of a settlement, a proposed settlement, so basically, hey, we don't want this to go on trial. We'll just propose a settlement in the amount of $200 million. Well, a federal judge again yesterday declined to approve a proposed settlement in a class action lawsuit and said that it fails to provide fair and adequate relief to vehicle workers. Now, Telly, you and I both agreed with that because I was like, when you divide $200 million, I, <clears throat> what like is is going to be about what? $60 per And and Rhea is a part of this settlement. Are you really? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, she's a part of it and I was telling her like, "Boy, congratulations. You're going to get about $17.16 a month 
for the Looks rest like of I your life. Won't get that twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh, I mean, how about, do you feel about it, Rhea? Is it just I was still trying to figure out if my settlement went through or if I was signed up correctly. I've had two Kias stolen. Shame on me one, shame on me twice, type of thing. But um now I'm I'm assuming it's probably not gonna go through or work at all. Okay. Well, I think so. And again, I, I don't like to use that word think when I'm reporting facts or attempting to at least. It sounds as though, because when I rich, originally had read the title, I was getting the impression that the judge was just saying, no, we're not, I'm not right. approving this. But it appears as though. She may want Selma more. <clears throat> may want more. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Because, again, I was like, wait a minute, 200 million divided by. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the piece of bubble gum. I'm going to chew this all day long thinking, man, I feel better about my car getting stolen because right. of this chewing gum I have in my mouth. Yeah. And, and I think Kia, uh, like the whole proposed settlement was trying to beat everyone to the punch. Because yeah. if you're thinking, if you're sitting back like, man, this can cost us eight, nine hundred million dollars. All right, let's go ahead and say we'll give them 200 and see if they'll take it and be cool with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it kind of seems like in this judge. And, and now, like you said, DT, reading it more, it looks like the judge is even saying, wait a minute. And it's a man. It's, it's Judge James Selna. Yeah. So it, U.S. District Judge James Selna raised concerns about how did y'all and I'm now this is a fact. Judge Selna was like, what was the process y'all used for calculating to come up this with amount? <laughs> because the adequacy of what would be required not only to compensate these individuals that were impacted, but also being able to update the car so that it would prevent future thefts. The math ain't mathing. You know, they tried to do what Fox did. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Fox did yes. with the whole uh, defamation and, and reporting uh, misinformation and and just basically being Trump network before they even got to court. They were like, look, here's seven hundred eighty nine million dollars. Yaku. No. And, they, you know, that happens a lot where it's like. Because what they they'll use the term, hey, we can avoid all of this. Yep. We'll just give you a lump sum. Mm-hmm. And at the time when you hear it, you're like, ooh, this sounds good. But Rhea, don't don't give up. Actually, this looks like you're going to be winning. I hope so. Yeah, because the federal <laughs> judge was like, the math is not mathing. How did y'all come up with this proposed settlement amount? So hang in there. The class action lawsuit is not over. It's not been dismissed. The judge said, I'm not approving this settlement yeah. y'all need to go back and recalculate and adequately compensate the people who were impacted by the auto thefts. And then also put some money in the bank so y'all can make these cars better. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? That's what the judge basically said. I, I did a little <laughs> paraphrase. <laughs> I, I wish I was in the courtroom when he like, could you imagine? <laughs> he just walk in What's, like, just and just like, y'all serious. Are y'all for real right now? <laughs> right. Like, come on, y'all. Come on. Two hundred million. I mean, there's there's football players that are signing contracts for two hundred million. Uh, to keep it to keep it real, when I first saw the two hundred million, I thought that was like for maybe five people. I did, I promise. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> the, good for them. All right, when we come back from break. We're gonna keep this conversation going regarding 
basically, I'm going to title it, Telly, Don't Believe the Hype, because we got a whole <laughs> bunch more to give y'all about why you cannot, in the words of Flavor Flav, believe the hype. We'll be back. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. Love that song. Hey, Truth Nation, if you love jazz and are looking for a fun event to soak up the last moments of summer, join the Truth Street team at the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival this Saturday, August 19th in Kenosha at Celebration Park. The gates open at noon and it will be a day filled with great music, food, And Grammy Award-winning guitarist Norman Brown will be performing live at 7.30. While you're there, come over to our True Tent to win some free Truth swag. It's only right. We hope to see you at the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival located right on Kenosha's beautiful lakefront this Saturday from noon until 8. The True Street team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They are here for every you. (laughs) And also, DT, the truth is now the home of Marquette University High School football. We have a big-time matchup this week. Man, football is here, man. Yay! As two traditional football powers clash, tune in this Friday night as the Marquette High Hilltoppers take on the Arrowhead Warhawks. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Friday night football on the truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've been talking about various leadership types that obviously we are attracted to, especially when it comes to presidential elections. We were also talking about uh, the most recent update regarding the Hyundai and Kia vehicle thefts settlement, which we reported back in May. Basically, Hyundai was going to propose to settle with $200 million to cover about $9 million 2011 through 2022 model year Hyundai and Kia vehicles. And the judge basically said, huh? Like, <laughs> your math ain't mathing. How, how are y'all going to adequately compensate these owners? $200 million, that is like, And make on. sure that the next set of cars that you make are mobilized, and equipped with anti-theft devices. And Denise, I I am no mathematician by any stretch, but you're talking how many cars were made between 2011 and 2022? A lot. A lot. And they you're said talking, nine, they said nine million. Yeah, nine million. And you think two hundred million is <laughs> going to come on, man? Like I said, before we went to break, Telly, I would have paid money to be in the courtroom. I don't know if it was in court or if there was some type of formal communication. I'm not familiar with the process, but I would have just loved to see the judge's face when, as he was saying that. The judge is James Selna, U.S. District Judge 
and basically raised some serious concerns about how they even came up or calculated the adequacy of these payments when, again, you've got 9 million vehicles and you're only going to propose to give $200 million as part of the settlement. So, more to come. Again, hey, if you are a part of this class action lawsuit, don't give up. Because it looks like you're going to get more money. Won't he do it? Love it. Now, here's also, based on a recent report here on Truth Be Told, we talked about Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, we reported probably, I'd say, a month or so ago that he was going to purchase or acquire the BET channel. So this would be, in terms of the BET, I should say media group, it would have included VH1, BET Studios, Streamer BET Plus, and the BET channel. Well, guess what, y'all? It's not happening. Paramount Global has dropped their plans to sell the majority stake in BET. They announced this, yes, they announced this yesterday. According to the Wall Street Journal, Paramount Global has decided to no longer sell a majority stake. And I quote, because, quote, a sale would not result in any meaningful deleveraging of its balance sheet, end of quote. And this was, again, from the Wall Street Journal. The Paramount Global Media Group has received, well, they had received, I should say, bids ranging from approximately $2 billion to $3 billion. Now, when we reported this, originally, Sean Diddy Combs, Puff Daddy Puffy, along with Tyler Perry and Byron Allen, were among the bidders who expressed interest in the majority stake. That's no longer going to happen. So specifically, you know, Diddy had a relationship with Paramount Global before because they pretty much were the parent company that produced Making the Band, which we knew was one of Diddy's biggest or most popular reality shows that aired between 2002 and 2009. Now, Diddy already is the owner of Revolt, and that reaches about 80 million households. Tyler Perry, I don't even really need to go into a lot of details with Tyler Perry. Um, Now, for the record, Tyler Perry currently owns a minority stake in BET and produces a large portion of the programs that you see on BET and BET+. Plus which he helped launch in 2019. Byron Allen purchased the Black News Channel for $11 million, and his production company, which is Allen Media Group, invested over $1 billion in the last three years to acquire 27 NBC, ABC, and CBS and Fox affiliates. Why is this so important to know? Because these three brothers, these three black men, are very, very powerful. Very, very powerful when it comes to media, pop culture, black programming, etc. And now Paramount Global is saying, nope, 
we're not going to sell the majority stake yeah. to any of these black men. And, and you go back to Bob Johnson, who uh, owned BET and then ended up selling it, I think, to Paramount. I mean, you don't turn down that type of money, but you would hope that one day BET would end up back in the hands of a black person. But seems like that's not going to be the case. Well, when we come back, let's talk more about this, because, again, how do you have all that power? And yet the decision is, no, we're not going to sell. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Coming up, we also have a special guest live in the studio. You'll learn more about this powerful woman when we come back.